Hi, and welcome to the first Porpasod. I'm here with Ellie Sawyer, and I can't not talk in an accent around her because that's just how we talk. No. <laughs> because the growl you just heard, that's peaches. No. I saw you think about it. Don't do it. Just go to your closet. <laughs> go, to your, go to your... Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Walk away. Anywho... So, yes, welcome to the first episode. So, um, Ellie is a good friend of mine and a naturalist, and she's been on here before, but she's actually going to be on here permanently doing the episodes, and she's Yay. also going to be helping me with interviews. I'm super excited. She's really smart. She's got a lot to offer, so I'm really excited that oh, you're going to be thanks. here. Ah. Oh <laughs> I can't. And Peaches will be here in the background for some of it. Um, she's she's, she's going to be in the closet. <laughs> she just likes to hang out in the closet. And are you going to... Oh, here she goes to get down for the closet. Mm-hmm. Anyways, okay, so these are called porpoises because um, porpoises are very small cetaceans. And um, these are going to be shorter episodes, like 10 to 20, probably like 15 minutes, um, where we just talk about random things or answer questions or do whatever. So if you have questions or you have comments or things you want us to talk about, let us know on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, Gmail, all that jazz. Um, But yeah, oh, also, I did say that this was going to come out last week, and it's coming out this week instead. So um, while I have the mic, (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and just, like, spill some tea on y'all. Anyways, um, yeah, so... In one of my episodes with um, Josh Murphy, we talked about addressing the root of cultural issues and or just root of things in general that lead to things. And so I just want to be like, hey, look at how I planned something and I didn't do it. Um, Well, I did do it, but the episode got deleted and life happens. And I think that we have this idea of perfection that we strive for. And that's a theme that Ellie and I have been seeing in um, a job that we work at recently. And um, it's just not realistic and I think that that's one of the major things that contributes to a lot of our environmental issues is this idea of perfection and status and whatnot Um, and people are just constantly trying to achieve things and not focused on like the world around them I don't know yeah yeah so I'm just going off on a tangent because because I can because Because it (laughs) 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 so there it is and the tea has been spilled. And there the you go. And you who? But we're gonna talk about porpoises. Porpoises. So form the whole porpoisode thing. Porpoises. And then that's gonna kick us off, and then yeah, yes. we'll, we'll go from there. Yeah. So there's seven species of porpoise. Seven species of porpoise. Go ahead. Yes. Largest uh, is the doll's porpoise, mm-hmm. which we actually have here in the Salish Sea. Uh, it's about seven to eight feet long. I don't remember exactly what the weight of it is. Mm-hmm, um, but then mm-hmm. the smallest species is uh, the very well-known vaquita. Mm-hmm. There's like 15 individuals left in the entire species. Basically, they've been just decimated by gill netting, uh, mostly due to uh, black market sourcing of an endangered uh, species of fish called the toa toa, I think, or something like something like that. Um, but gill nets are super, super detrimental, uh, to the environment. Um, so yeah, so the vaquita, they'll get tangled up in like the the loose netting, um, or even as bycatch and it's just super, super bad. 
Super, super sad. Yeah. Super sad. Um, they definitely, a bunch of scientists got together and tried to do, tried to make an effort to recover the population by essentially capturing them and then putting them into, like, well, they wanted to put them into a captive environment so that they could, like, repopulate and then re-release them. However, they tried to do that, and the animals got so stressed out that they died. So they yeah. that's they stopped that effort. So it sounds like the vaquitas are just... Uh, okay, so... <laughs> more, more proof that captivity kills, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, I don't know about that. I mean, yes and no. For, if, yes, yeah. I guess yes, yeah. I, like, it's weird. I feel awkward, like, taking a stance on anything like my opinions are very malleable just like based on any because information is constantly changing what we understand is changing but right. you're totally right like the captivity is, kills the yeah this is definitely there um if any of you are interested in looking deeper into it Lori marino is a neuro uh neuroscientist who focuses specifically on cetacean brains and she's done tons and tons of research on captive whales definitely look into it mm-hmm. um but yeah yeah super interesting yeah um yeah, so there are there are lots of porpoise. So let's talk about the difference between like a porpoise and other cetaceans. Also, on the last episode that we we recorded that got deleted somehow, which probably was a good thing because I was gonna have to edit half of the conversation <laughs> out anyways, because we got onto the topic of that Monica Lovett we're, study we're, and nine hundred yeah, other things that we don't need to talk about. <laughs> Anywho, um, yes, so. They are toothed whales. They are toothed whales. They are yes. toothed whales. They have different teeth. It's the yeah. they have the the yeah. spade shaped teeth yes. and the dolphins or dolphins are conical. conical teeth. Yeah. And they're smaller. Um, and also their fins are a little bit more triangular. And the other ones are uh, kind of paddle. Paddle. Ooh. Paddle shaped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to know my one of my favorite words? What's that? Peduncle. Peduncle. I love that word. <laughs> so for those of us that don't know what a peduncle is, it's like that long part of the body, I guess, between, like, the stomach and the tail, like, yeah, the tail it's, flukes it's, of the, of the yeah, cetacean. Where, where most of the muscles to, yes. to move the tail is. But that's the strongest muscle in the animal kingdom. Mm-hmm. Two pumps that get to hump back up out of the water. Fucking <laughs> yeet! <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I need to knock. We're done. This, this is why Katie's, like, constantly talking about, like, she always sounds like she's talking in memes. <laughs> I am. That's the, I'm a millennial. That's the only way I know how to communicate. I'm a millennial. I don't talk that Hashtag, way. Hashtag, you're not a millennial. You're like, I am. You're, like, at least 37. What are you talking about? Be quiet. At least... Ellie is turning 58. Excuse you, I just <laughs> turned 28. Gang! Um, anyways, <laughs> so back to porpoises. They also Porpoise. have shorter beaks, or as mm-hmm. us naturalists call them, rostrums than dolphins do. Mm. Girl, yeah, work that rostrum. <laughs> All professionalism gone. Okay, but also, the another point of these episodes is to make heavy things a little bit lighter you know because we need humor in life and also it's really sad to talk about shut shut up (laughs) peach put your closet (laughs) do you want to say something yeah she just sniffed the mic she doesn't give god I can't stop cursing. Also, I just want to say that I don't support censorship. This is just a joke. Okay, anyways. God. Porpoises. 
They swim fast. So last time you mm-hmm. put it on the record that cetaceans are whales. Uh, cetaceans, so dolphins, porpoises, toothed whales, baleen whales, they are all whales. Cetaceans and whales are the same thing. So killer whale is a very accurate name for the largest species of oceanic mm-hmm. dolphin we also know as orca. Yes. So I don't want to hear any more nonsense about ants. They're not actually so, whales. Yes, they are. So yes, all dolphins are whales, but not all whales are dolphins. And killer whales get their names because whalers saw them off the coast of Europe hunting down gray whales to the point of like while well, chasing them down to the point of exhaustion, jumping on top of them to drown them and then killing them. Hence the name whale killer but like in latin it gets reversed like back into when it gets reversed into english it translates to killer killer whale as opposed to whale killer so that's where they get their name yeah Mm. and killer whales are not porpoises you know what's funny funny? when we would do our tours and when people would like ask me if a porpoise was like a like a killer whale and, like, I mean, I get that we're on the water and, like, you know, different distances, and some people are just, like, from, I don't know, Wisconsin or wherever. But, like, <laughs> it's not, like, that's a large difference. <laughs> Jason's going to smack you I hope so. You gave him a sweater. I, the, I did give him a sweater. Um, <laughs> yes. I bet he looks good. He, He's going to rock so, sweater. There's a sweet sweater. This is so not relevant and no one cares, but it's fine. There's a sweater. It's got a cat inside of a pumpkin. I gave it to a friend of mine. He's going to rock it. He's going to rock it. Anywho. Yum. So, <laughs> dolphins, whales, cetaceans. Gang, gang. Porpoises are also porpoises. very puntable. Oh, yes. Puntable porpoises. You can punt those guys. I mean, not you. Not, not us. Not us. But and we don't promote that. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't try this at home. But if you are a killer whale, especially the mammal-eating type, you th- also yes. referred to as Biggs killer whales after Michael Biggs, the father of uh, orca, orca biology. Yes. Um, you definitely like to punt porpoises. And even even the southern residents like to harass them yes. a little bit. Yes, they do. The southern residents, I'm, if you haven't listened to episodes before, you'll learn that they only eat salmon. Um, well, they eat other fish, but like mostly salmon. It's 97% like 97% salmon. Is, uh, salmon, and then the other 3% is like halibut and rockfish. Yes. So they don't, they have not been seen consuming marine mammals. Other ones do consume marine mammals, um, but they will just like play with them to the point of, killing them so that's fun they're pretty they're pretty gnarly they're like five-year-olds that are super destructive when they're bored that's like very destructive though like that's a whole nother level like let me just like i don't know i don't know did you ever have like a five-year-old cousin who tore legs off of bugs for fun no i had neighbors like that when i was growing up you want to hear a story of one time when i traumatized myself (laughs) oh my god (laughs) this is so like Kind of, yes. Okay, now I am, yes, I can see how they're like children. So, uh, my family is from Florida, mostly. So, I grew up going to Florida. I went to college in Florida. Florida. Gang. Awesome state. No, it's not. It's fine. There are parts of it that are awesome. But there are lizards everywhere. Like, little oh, no. anoles everywhere. Oh, Stop. No. Stop. <laughs> so, <laughs> my cousin Ryan and I, we would always, like, we, I don't know what, like, him and I would always do the most mischievous things. But we weren't even being mischievous. We were just trying to capture these lizards so we could, like, play with them. Because, again, you're right. Like, that's what people do. Okay. Now I'm making a connection <laughs> to killer whales. Maybe they don't intentionally kill them. Long story short, I have this, like... Like, oh, no. bug cage? I don't know. No! <laughs> no! 
fuck cage. And there's a lizard, like, crawling up a tree or something like that. And I go to, like, slam... <laughs> 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 Trying to catch the lizard. I slam this little cage against the tree. And I accidentally... <laughs> I literally cried for so long. Do you think the killer See, will? This is just what happens <laughs> with the southern residents. They're like, oh, you look like they'll be fun. Why well, put you in a bug jar? Why put you in a porpoise jar? Oh, no, I'm dead. I'm going to go cry now. It's possible. I wonder if anyone's ever studied that. We should study that. Do they, do they show remorse? <laughs> do they show remorse? <laughs> uh, do you know dogs don't actually feel remorse? So when they look like they know that they're bad. So it's just, just emotional like, just manipulation. Like, she's, exactly. She's trying to yeah. manipulate you emotionally. He just is really good at that. There, oh my god. No, I believe that. There's been I've so seen, many times. Yeah, you saw it the other day. I did, you did. I did. <laughs> she pretended to have every shame. Time, every time we're sitting out in the dining room and she's like, hur, hur, hur. <laughs> she's like, pet me, serve me. <laughs> Feed to my every whim. <laughs> yeah, that's you. That's you. You're not. And then you looked at her while she was outside and you told her to get lost. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're like, hey, <laughs> she's so full of She's so full of herself. Look at she's got brown eyes. I know. She's, full of, she's, <laughs> she's very she's a very privileged dog. I've learned now, like so. This is like the trial run, I guess. I don't know. I've always needed to have animals. I have animals, but like, I can absolutely not spoil animals or children like this in the future because she's absolutely rotten. She's out of control. She's. <laughs> 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 she's very spoiled she just like demands things like demands that I pick her up and like put her on my bed when I've seen her jump on my bed like yeah yeah that's right just you like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like just sits around and cries <laughs> anyways you know what you have to do right punter <laughs> <laughs> When I was telling my friend about punting porpoises and you talking about punting porpoises, we like went through the scenario of okay, like what she's like, what does that mean? Like let's talk like let's break this down. Like do I pull it up out of the water? Do I kick it? And I'm like, we don't know. You know. Um whales, yes. Yes. So basically killer whales will use either their tail or their rostrum and they'll flip them out of the water mm-hmm. to stun them because they're super fast and while killer whales are also really fast. It's yeah. just easier to kill them when bet, they're stunned. We had to post Andrew's picture of uh, of that porpoise that got punted. We have oh, a very man. talented photographer friend named Andrew Harpster, and he got a sweet photo. We'll have to post it. Yeah, we'll, for we'll, sure. Yes. Um, so you guys will check it out on our Instagram. I'll post it tomorrow. I'll be like, hey. But also check out his Instagram because he's got hella photos and hella knowledge to lay on you yeah. guys. Underscore Captain underscore Andrew. Is that what it is? That's Get it, it is. girl. You you know. She knows. He knows mine. Oh, spicy. I don't even know my own, honestly. It's orca word. Oh. Cool. <laughs> Isn't that a great little play on words? It is. It's been that way since high school. Of course I was like the weird and animal And you wanted kid. to go to... You wanted to go to Africa. You've been, you've been. I know. See, that's here's the here's the here's the tea. So I've always loved cetaceans, and then I studied abroad in Tanzania because I wanted to learn more about uh, management policy, and then I like fell in love with it because how do you not? And uh, I was like, oh, this is what I'm gonna do. And it's funny because marine mammal like 
marine mammal positions are really hard to get, I have found. And I will apply to 10 positions in Africa and, like, not get them or almost make the cut. Or there's some kind of weird thing where it's, like, unpaid and I can't do it. But then I'll apply to one marine mammal thing. And that's the thing that always works out. So, I'm like, okay, I guess this is, this is my path. Whatever. I love it. I can't complain. This is, no. like, I don't have problems. I do have... I do have problems, but I don't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, literally so blessed. Anyways. Yeah. Whales. Anyways. Porpoises. Porpoises. You punt them. You punt them. You punt them. Um, a good friend of ours named Anna, who I saw today, and she was the light of my life today. Yeah. Um, she once called porpoises budget dolphins and said because they're stupid. <laughs> and I was like, yes. Oh. She said she saw one trying to hump a seal one time, and she goes, what? that is a reflection of their intelligence. So for all y'all that think all cetaceans are smart... Think again. Think again. Think again. Actually, I don't know that much about porpoise intelligence. Yeah. Contact Lori Marino. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. She's also the president of the Whale Sanctuary Project, maybe. Oh, I actually... No, I definitely have talked to her, and we keep meaning to set something up, and then, like, schedules and stuff, yeah. I am so... Of course, of course. Um... So I'm reading this book called Carnivore Minds right now, and it's literally the most fascinating thing in the world. Um, it's written by Gabe Radshaw, and she is, like, a psychologist. She studies animal cognition and, like, mm. PTSD in animals. Animal and behavioral. Girl, 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 thing. girl, I know. Like, uh, I'm literally, like, I read it, and I'm like, I just... All of all of the brain cells, all of the neurons, like ying, ying. I wish you just guys singing. could see my hands right now. Just lighting up. Just lighting up. But like she studied um, what like her book is um, broken up into different chapters about like different animals that she studied. And I just finished the chapter on sharks where she talked about personality differences Ooh. in sharks. And not only is it different among species, but it's different amongst individuals, which makes sense because we see that in literally all animals. Um, but she was actually able to use the Neo, which is a personality test that psychologists use on humans to study that. And I like, it didn't show the methodology in the book. She just talked about her results mostly, Okay. but I really want to see what that, like how she studied that because it's, it's a questionnaire. I've taken the Neo. One of my degrees is in psychology and, um, essentially the Neo evaluates the five facets of personality, which the acronym is ocean. So it's openness, um, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and then neuroticism or negative behavior. And she said that, like, um, it's, I want to know how she said conscientiousness of these animals. It's, it's fascinating. I just, oh, I have so many questions and I get to talk to her this week. And like, I could literally just do a series just talking to her alone. Like, I'm just, uh, I'm going to freak out. I'm going to freak out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Dolphin noise. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Beach turned around. She says, like, what? What did you do? How do you feel for a seal? What are you doing on time? Um, what time? I don't know. How, like, I honestly don't know what increments that's in. I think we started... Uh, you just want to call it? Well, I mean, 
I think maybe if we get to like 700 on that, yeah. You think so? Cool, yeah. All right. The C, we're winging it. And this is also, back to that first point, life just happens, you know? You don't have to plan out every step. Not everything has to be perfect and put together and like looking the right way all the time. Like, it's completely okay for it to not. We're planning. Absolutely. Creativity. Mm -hmm. I feel like when you like feel the need to have everything put together and like all the time that absolutely stifles creativity oh, and innovation sure. and there's a lot of studies that support that people who are messy or that just like you know I don't know have some level of disorganization yes are like show more creativity or higher levels of intelligence and then I mean that's a whole nother conversation of how you measure intelligence oh, and absolutely. things like that which would, that's another thing that we could talk about absolutely. which is interesting there's so many different types of intelligence and communication oh, yeah. and I mean I was telling you about the book in the last in the episode that got deleted the, the genius of birds I mean they talk about all kinds of things like and and I only mentioned a couple there's like social intelligence hypothesis there's technical intelligence hypothesis there's like relationship intelligence which I which that's interesting and then there was another one and I don't remember the name of it but it basically talks about it, it basically is a correlation between intelligence in your adulthood and how long your parents spent time on you to like help you learn so Fascinating. like new Caledonian crows their parents stay with them for a lot longer than any other species of crows do and so they they have like capacity to use tools and they have like a protoculture and they're just really wicked smart What's a protoculture? Protoculture, like, you know, early signs of culture, but not quite uh, a culture. Hmm. Interesting. Well, that's another thing to talk about, is animals having culture. But before I go off on that <laughs> tangent, the it's interesting that you're talking about, like, crow behavior and how much time they spend with their parents, because that's something that Gay Bradshaw talks about in her book, too, oh, sure. in the chapter about... Um, bears is she's talking about different attachment styles that we, we see in humans mm. and applying that to studying bears and like how that contributes to their personality. But, you know, a question that I've always had is because there's so many like, uh, and this, this stems from a professor that I had in college, Jeff Howard, who is amazing, but he like, how do you like, you, you know, you have siblings and you grow up in a certain household and every, like people end up different. Like mm -hmm. what is innate? Like what's genetic? Yeah, like nature versus nature. Exactly. Like, and I think, and a lot of studies support that it is mostly, uh, nurture, like is the primary right. part of it. And even we're seeing that in the grizzly bears too. Gay mm -hmm. talks about that in her book. Um, but it's interesting to me, like what's, what, is innately in you and what's not. And mm -hmm. how do you figure that out? And, oh, sure. you know, I was having this conversation with a friend of mine the other day because um, we both, like, came from really rough things and have always had to hustle. And we're like, how do, like, people like us end up like us? And then, like, the other people that we were surrounded by that were in the same situation end up, like, doing drugs or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, not to say, like, I'm not, definitely oh. not trying to come off like I'm on a high horse. I'm, like, because I'm not better than anybody. Because, like, honestly, I don't, for me, I don't know if that decision was conscious or not. Anyways, like, we're on a whole. Up, how do you end up in constructive yes. uh, environments versus destructive? Yes, yes. And, For sure. And animals, I guess we could see do that as well, too. But yeah. it's... Oh. You know what's interesting huh. that I just thought of? Everything. Like, <laughs> I mean. Um, but uh, you brought up, Anna, Anna said that porpoises aren't very smart. Yeah. Porpoises live in non-familial pods. Whereas dolphins ah. live in familial pods. So maybe they don't invest a lot of time in their, their offspring versus dolphins yeah. who invest a whole ton, whole lifetime into their kids. And then I think that that stems into like with emotional 
connections, I guess, maybe what role do emotions play in intelligence? You know, because if you go through and there's a lot of logic that goes into things, but I think again, you you need to have a balance. Everything is a balance in life. Um, but when you go too emotional, you can end up like in destructive situations mm-hmm. or too logical. It's destructive and you have to find the balance. But also, you know, animals that are classified as having more intelligence tend to also been shown having more emotion. Mm-hmm. It's just, but yeah, there's no, so that's, many things. That's kind so of what like relationship, the relationship hypothesis goes into is like more intelligent animals are better able to anticipate the needs of their partners. Or they're yes. better able to huh. kind of read their their partners or their their friends' emotions and then go based off that, do what needs to be done for them or or act right. act in a way that is appropriate or not appropriate depending on how True. intelligent they are. And that's another interesting thing about culture is like what's appropriate in different human cultures, like because that's different around the world. And I wonder if that's if that's something that occurs in animal populations yeah. as well. Oh, because, sure. the and I've said this <clears throat> multiple times, I think, on this podcast, is that, like, uh, the, the one question that keeps coming up in my head is, what makes us different than animals? And right now, I feel that it is arrogance and ego. <laughs> because I think that, you know, for people to think that they're the smartest ones and that they know everything and they have all the answers, like, the whole point of science is that we don't have the answers. That's why we're out there exploring. But also, you know, I like, another thing I thought, I was like, our laws may be what differentiates us from animals. But, mm-hmm. you know, even when you look at different types of monkeys, I think it was like a, I can't remember the name of it, like a macaque or macaque. Oh, macaque. Macaque. Mm-hmm. Like, they have um, social hierarchies and, like, you know, you can't necessarily break those. And if you, like, there's always exceptions. I don't know. But, like, I feel like I'm just going off on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, um, all right. But, like, what I just... The more I really look at that question, like really take the time to spend time and watch animals, and I've had the privilege of studying um, baboons, bush babies, mm. two different populations of bottlenose dolphin, um, and I've I you know I've just spent a lot of time around different animals. I've been very fortunate, and the more time I spend around them, like when you just take the time and notice, like you see that it's really not that different. And I don't want to anthropomorphize animals that much but I think it's dangerous when we exclude that from our realm of possibility you you should definitely read Carl Safina's um, Beyond Words because he definitely makes that what what? what? You what? Have it? I do. That's only half of it, though. What do you mean? That's only half this of it. is only half so of it. He talks about so what she's holding in her hand is beyond words. What elephants and whales uh, think and feel. So the whole book <laughs> yes. is elephants, whales, wolves, and domesticated dogs. God bless. So, I mean, like Carl Safina is. I'm gonna die. I if I if I ever went to graduate school, if I ever got a doctorate, like I want to study under him because he's a very he's an amazing person. Can we he's do also, it together? Can we gang up on that? Yes, absolutely. So 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 intelligent. Um, yeah. I follow his Facebook, and he never has anything that I ever disagree with on his Facebook. It's interesting. He's just, and he's also one of the team members working on the whale sanctuary project. So, uh huh. Hype. There's so many cool people out here. I found, like, there's just so many cool scientists out here. Like, I really love Deborah Giles. She had, like, she just had an energy about her. And I love that she was, like, 
she like she wants to make science accessible like that is such a huge thing of mine and that's part of the reason why I'm doing this is and why I want there to be an option for free stuff is because when I was in high school like I in in middle school and whatnot like my family didn't have money and like if I wanted to watch documentaries on animals and stuff like that like we were so poor that like I couldn't like couldn't do that and like there were so many opportunities that I wanted to take advantage of and things I wanted to learn and I couldn't because it wasn't there and I think that's one of the beautiful things about the internet these days is most people have access to the internet and you can get free education but she not all she she took it to another level of um just like debunking I like just making it in language that is accessible to everyone For sure. and her website is full of a ton of good information I think it's wildorcas.org yeah. um but like I mean I have links to my website that link to her website because I think I didn't even want to redo it I was like if you're looking for ways to get involved just straight up go to her page because she like she literally has all the answers and I just like I was a big fan of that and also she's breaking boundaries of like how we study animals using other animals like with the freaking Eva the dog like oh, Eva was so cute <sighs> there's just so many cool like I don't know the people that study killer whales not to say that other people that study animals aren't cool because obviously if you study animals you you have to be cool that's just like part of it you know but like the people that I've noticed out here that study the killer whales are the southern residents. Like, they just... Ah, they're all just, like, breaking boundaries and, like, trying new things. And I'm so here for it. Well, I think all of us out here... I mean, I've been involved in, you know, southern resident activism for about five years now. Gang, and that's gang. part of the reason why mm. I came up here in the first place. I yes. Mean, you, you as a scientist have to be a little activist as well because yes. we're out here trying yes. to save a species. Let's go. Let's get these dams down. Okay, speaking of which... So, if you guys listened to the last episode, I talked to Adam Demansky, and he's the economist um, at Econ Northwest. And essentially what I took away from that is that there's a huge gap in, uh, not a huge gap in the study, but a gap in the study that's big enough to, like, make things not get done. (laughs) Words are hard. Wow. Um, But... Basically, like, we need to figure out what people are willing to accept in order to have those dams taken down. And he essentially said that there's about $8, mil- $8 billion in net revenue um, that could be caught. We haven't figured out how we're going to catch that, and we haven't figured out how to disperse that among the people. Yeah, but essentially, we need to figure out how to catch that money, because um, in order for the government to make it worth it, they need to have $2 billion net revenue, which that's over four times the amount. So even if there were errors in, in their science, it's more than enough yeah, to make it way, worth it. I mean, it's way over the top. So essentially what we need to do is figure out what it would take to get those, like to, to make it okay for those people because, you know, we're out here being activists for all creatures, not just the ones with oh, yeah. legs and flippers and all that jazz or legs or no legs or whatever you have. We're out here for the salmon. For the salmon and the people. Yeah, but the people too. And we need to make it right for them as well. So I get that, you know, that's a hard transition. Um, but I think that that could be a really cool... We could find a way to to benefit those people and maybe improve their lives. I don't know. Like, obviously, change is hard, but, yeah, like, sure. there's more than enough resources out there that we could make it worth it. We just have to figure out what it is that they're willing to accept. I agree. So, if so, you're one of those people that live down by the lower uh, four the Snake, Snake River, River Dams, mm-hmm. um, and you would like to tell me what, what it would take... For you, what amount of money would it take for you to be okay with those dams going down? Uh, please let me know. But it would be cool if we could like set up infrastructure 
before or at least have oh, plans to do it because maybe they, they can't set up certain infrastructure while the dams are in place. Yeah. But those dams, they really need to go down. Like, and I, like, I was kind of on the fence because I went down to the dams and I saw it. And, I, like, I just felt bad for the people. I wasn't on the fence of, like, do they need to go down because in my head I was like, yes, they do for a lot of reasons, but... You know, I do have a lot of compassion for oh, absolutely for They're all just people. Trying to live. They're just trying to live, and I we need to find a compromise. So if you live by the dams, feel free to email me, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. whatever. I think Ellie is gonna take over the social media. Yeah. Um, because I, uh, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Um, I don't even get on my own social media. I get on Snapchat and like that's it. And that's not. You love Snapchat. I do. Because it's, <laughs> it's funny. It's just, yeah. Cool. Anyways, so. Anyways, first Or First porpoise. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. And no. <laughs> that's literally not even necessary. It's not necessary. All right. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just. Yeah, I don't think I have anything left. There was a, a catchphrase that Ellie and I had talked about that I thought about saving, saying, but I think it's inappropriate. I think we're gonna catch it. The seahorse. Save, save it for the next. The seahorse. No, we're, no, no, no. <laughs> okay. Cool. We're gonna wait. We'll, we'll hold on to that one. I just I feel like that could be a really good sign off phrase. <laughs> I'm firing myself from my own podcast. <laughs> okay, fired. I'm done. Okay. Well, I think this is a, at least ten minutes. I don't. I don't know what increments that those are in. That's alright. Whatever. We'll out. Okay. Um, if you have any questions for us, anything you want to talk about, you let us know. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye.